With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Pittsburgh Steelers are blitzing like crazy, but they lack a killer instinct. And this split personality defense spells trouble. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. The Steelers defense is suffering from a serious case of split personality. In one respect, they're on a record pace for pressuring quarterbacks. They are blitzing relentlessly and playing a highly aggressive form of defense. The result has been sacks, interceptions, and fumbles. All great. In fact, the Steelers' aggressive side finds itself on a record pace. 10 sacks, 22 tackles for losses, and 30 QB hits in just two games. But then there's the other side of this conflicted Steelers' defense. This is the timid, permissive personality that's allowing opponents with less than impressive quarterbacks to mount long drives and put up big plays. This double-sided D has helped keep the likes of the New York Giants and more recently the Denver Broncos hanging around with good chances to still wins late in games. As it turns out, the Steelers were able to turn it up just enough to eke out wins against both of these lesser opponents. But this week, the Houston Texans entered the fanless, funless Heinz Field, and quarterback Deshaun Watson has a proven ability to elude the pass rush and a big play arm that could exploit these conflicted Steelers. Now, admittedly, The Texans are a little toothless at 0-2, and they lack their all-world receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, who's now catching passes down in Arizona. But still, there's reason to worry, not the least of which is quarterback Ben Roethlisberger and his still shaky game. He's still shaking off the rust from elbow surgery last season, and that sat him out basically all last year. Big Ben was beating himself up for what he called a terrible game against the Broncos. Big Ben boo-hooed this after escaping with the win. Quote, I just didn't play well enough. I'll have better answers when I can look at the film. I just got to trust myself and trust my guys. 
They're in the spots they're supposed to be. Sometimes you have to make an anticipatory throw, and I didn't do that well enough today. I didn't connect with the guys when they were open. I just didn't play well enough, unquote. Hey, all of this makes for some high anxiety in the Steel City, to be sure. But just how worried should Steelers Nation be? And what are the areas of biggest concern for these Steelers, especially on defense? Hey, glad you asked, because I've got all the best takes on what is ailing these Sybil Steelers. Hey, Google it, guys. It starts Sally Field in the pivotal role. And I got it for you in this edition of the Steelers Update Podcast from Penn Live. So let's get right to it. Hey, it certainly has been a tale of two personalities for this year's Steelers defense. There is the gloriously aggressive side with the Steelers D blitzing at an eye-popping rate of 61.7%, by far the highest in the NFL, as DK Sports reports. In fact, T.J. Watt just won the AFC Defensive Player of the Week with two and a half sacks, four quarterback hits, and four tackles versus the Broncos. He had this to say about his blitz-crazy brethren on the Steelers' defense. Quote, you saw that we love to blitz. If you watch us week in and week out, it doesn't matter what year it is, we blitz. One of our assets is that you have no idea where it's coming from or who it is, unquote. Hey, it is very hard and very dangerous to disagree with T.J. Watt, and he has some good company when it comes to applying the heat to opposing QBs. His counterpart at outside linebacker, Bud Dupree, has 12, count them, 12 QB hits through two weeks. Double the number for Watt, and that is a wow. So where's the problem, you ask? Well, this two-faced Steelers D is just as prone to giving up big plays as they are at making them. And they can be driven deep downfield by subpar quarterbacks who've enjoyed some surprising success leading their teams on sustained drives right when it counts. But don't take my word for it. Listen to the laments of some of the Steelers' defensive stars. Cornerback Joe Hayden, quote, we just gave up a lot more plays than we intended to, unquote. The aforementioned Watt, who's watched the defense short circuit at critical times, quote, we are very fast, very technical, but at times we have to be more disciplined. There weren't any preseason games, but that's not an excuse. We will watch the film and we will correct it, unquote. Then there's second-year linebacker Devin Bush's pass coverage abilities or lack thereof. As The Athletic writes, quote, He's looked good at times and not so good at others. It seems like we haven't seen the last of the, quote, Devin Bush struggling with a tall athletic tight end, unquote, storyline. And, of course, they're referring to his problem with the Broncos' Noah Fant in that last week's game. 
Hey, even star safety, Minka Fitzpatrick was a little, quote, shaky in run support and coverage, according to The Athletic, and I cannot disagree. But the biggest weak spot in the Steelers' D has been exposed, and its name is Terrell Edmonds. Hey, he had a nice sack on a blitz against the Broncos, but was pretty much terrible in pass coverage. The bottom line, says the Athletics' Mark Caboli, is giving up 10 plays of 17 yards or longer is highly concerning for this Pittsburgh defense. Even more worrying, the Steelers' D has turned soft against two soft teams late in games. In fact, these first two teams were so soft, one Pittsburgh analyst says they were like preseason games in the regular season. Worse, Pittsburgh's problems don't stop on that side of the ball. Ben Roethlisberger is beating himself up for a subpar game in which he threw a really, really, really bad interception. Beat writer Ed Bouchette with The Athletic described the state of Roethlisberger's post-surgery return this way. Quote, he looks like a quarterback right now trying to get back into the groove and finding it on many occasions, unquote. Sure, Big Ben can shine. He did so on a 28-yard touchdown pass to Deontay Johnson, and that put the Steelers ahead 24-14 early in the fourth quarter against the Broncos. Hey, and it looked every bit vintage Big Ben as a video tweet shows comparing the Deontay Johnson throw with throws of Ben in his prime, and he looks just as good. And you got to check out my column on Penn Live to see this side-by-side comparison of Big Ben when he is on, he is still on. But Big Ben is still finding a way to use new tight end Eric Ebron effectively. Sure, he's getting into a nice groove with the new go-to guy, Deontay Johnson, and he had that big touchdown pass to Chase Claypool, giving us a glimpse of the possible future potency of Big Ben and this group of gifted receivers. No wonder Pittsburgh radio host Colin Dunlap is pulling a page from Green Bay quarterback Aaron Rodgers' playbook and telling Steelers Nation to just relax. Dunlap writes this, quote, If you listen to the people talk, it comes off, at least the message does by some, that this team is lucky to be where they are, that they really aren't as good as their record, and they have a long, long, long way to go before anyone should pronounce them a good football team. Says Dunlap, relax, just relax. And some of Dunlap's reasons to put Pittsburgh fans at ease? Well, he ticks off this. The team has played both games so far without someone who very well could be considered the best football player on the Steelers, guard David DeCastro. Second, Devin Bush is making the all-important jump from season one to season two. I think sometimes we forget he just turned 22. Logic tells me he will continue to get better, says Dunlap. And then he goes to Minka Fitzpatrick. All, and he says, stellar, last season, he's still in a situation where he's figuring 
without the complexities of this defense. Just last week marked one full season with the Steelers. Then we have Tyson Alualu. He's getting just about all the reps at nose tackle for the first time in his Steelers career. And while he has played wonderfully over the first two weeks, Dunlap says he looks for him to get even better as the season advances. And I have this to say. Can we say something about defensive back Mike Hilton, whose play has been on fire these first two weeks? Well, the athletics Mark Caboli gushes this about Hilton right on cue. Quote, Mike Hilton in the Steelers win over the Broncos. Eight tackles, two tackles for losses, two quarterback hits, a sack, a pass defense, a fumble recovery. In the first 18 minutes, Denver had absolutely no answer for Hilton. He had a sack, four tackles, two tackles for losses, a quarterback hit, and a fumble recovery. And this for a nickelback. For a guy who's five foot nine and 184 pounds, Hilton's ability to rush the passer and time up his blisses are like few, but his tenacity is what really showed, unquote, from Mark Caboli. And indeed it did. I have another choice quote about Hilton in the column, so check it out on Penn Live. But again, this is two games against two lesser teams that might have well been preseason games. In fact, Pittsburgh sports radio host Mark Madden derisively notes the Steelers' preseason is now over, and they better get their softer side under wraps because the soft spot of their schedule is ending with the Texans and then the Titans on tap. Writes Madden, quote, Steelers coach Mike Tomlin should send the NFL schedule maker a thank you note. The New York Giants and the Denver Broncos provided the Steelers subpar foes with inexperienced quarterbacks, perfect practice fodder for weeks one and two, unquote. But not anymore. Things stiffen up a lot more over the next two weeks. The question is... Will the Steelers, especially that split personality, Steelers defense? We shall see, and we shall cover it all right here on the podcast. So download the audio every Wednesday afternoon, wherever you download your favorite audio. In fact, just do yourself a favor and sign up for the podcast so you get it automatically every week, week in and week out of this very intriguing Steelers season that is not without its worries and anxiety as we have noted and of course log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news <laughs>